With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the twisted mind of author Eve S. Evans. Prepare yourself for a sleepless night after listening to sinister true tales of paranormal. A truly haunted podcast brings you a new chilling episode weekly. Available on all major podcasting networks. Five, four, three, two, one. To Forever Haunted Podcast. Coming at you straight from the supernatural vortex. Vortex. Discussing haunted locations, ghosts, poltergeists, cryptids, and all unexplained phenomena. Here's your hosts, Eve S. Evans, James Currow. Welcome to another episode of the Forever Haunted Podcast. I'm James Kiro. And I am Eva Evans. Welcome to our new segment of Ghost Stories. Sit back and relax and enjoy, because Ghost Stories are up next. mistakenly haunted. After about a year of dating, I asked my girlfriend to move in. I must note that up until she moved in, nothing notable had ever happened in my apartment. But once she did, whatever it was definitely let us know that it did not approve. A few days after she moved in, we were having breakfast at the counter. I was getting ready for work and she was getting ready for school. She worked as a teacher's aide until she graduated. Talking amongst ourselves, we watched as the orange juice bottle suddenly wobbled on the counter. That was the beginning. Over the next month, both of our laptops suddenly died. They wouldn't even turn on. I took them to a computer repair shop, and they couldn't fix them either. It was highly frustrating. Then the television in the living room stopped working, so I had to borrow one from my mom. 
Then my cell phone battery was draining excessively. I would charge it all night and it would be at 100%, but if I stayed home, my battery would be dead in an hour. If I went to work, my battery lasted until I got home. I thought that was really odd. I was in the living room watching my borrowed TV while my girlfriend graded papers for class in the bedroom. After about an hour, she peeked her head out and told me she was taking a break to take a bath. Apparently, while I was watching television, a black mass formed by the door in the bathroom hovered near the sink for a minute or two and then just disappeared. She ran out of the bathroom half wrapped in a towel and really shaken. I was able to get her calmed down and stayed in the room with her while she got some pajamas on. She decided to bring the papers with her out to the living room to finish grading while I watched TV. As she shuffled them together and started a grade, she gasped loudly. I paused the TV and looked over at her slightly annoyed. Holding the papers up for me, she pointed at the B+. I noted and said, Okay, Anne? Her eyes widened. Look at the plus. I leaned over closer and looked at it. That's a plus, all right, I said trying to joke. She was getting a little miffed. Look closer at the horizontal line. I rolled my eyes and squinted in the terrible lighting. I wasn't sure what I was even looking for. Isn't a plus a plus? I wrote a B minus on there. Something changed it to a plus. The line is jagged and wobbly. She thrust the papers even closer to my face. Look! Frustrated, I turned the table lamp next to me on, grabbed the papers from her hand and looked closer. I could tell what she meant. The line was weirdly etched on there. You could tell the pressure she used to write the B- was not the same pressure used to make the horizontal line. I will admit it was strange. Fortunately, after a few more months, the activity seemed to die down quite a bit. Only a few odd noises here and there remain. No more masses have been seen or any other objects moving or writing on their own. I honestly don't know what made the difference. Maybe if something was in my apartment, it just took a little while to warm up to my girlfriend. And now, they are okay with her being there. Voices As long as I can remember, I've been sensitive to the paranormal, most prominently seeing shadows or hearing voices. On a constant basis, I would hear someone call out my name in a voice that was similar to my mother's, but when I'd go ask what she wanted, she'd say she'd never called for me. One summer, my best friend had stayed the night with me. We were both sitting on my bed laughing at videos we were watching on our phones. Then there was my name being called. We both heard it. As I'd done before, I went into the kitchen and asked what she needed. She had no idea what I was talking about. I'd gone back to my room confused and told my friend that my mother had never called for me, and it freaked her out. To be fair, I was quite on the edge myself. However, this happened so frequently I was starting to get used to it and blamed it on my hearing. 
Tragically, I lost my father the following summer, and we were forced to move into my aunt's house. That's when the shadows came to life. Terrifying shadows that would stay just long enough for a glimpse, then vanish into a wall or darkness. My Aunt June, my mom, and I were sitting at the breakfast table on a Saturday morning. I remember this because it was not a school day. We just finished a late breakfast, and it was about ten in the morning when out of nowhere, a few upper kitchen cupboards slowly creeped open by themselves, then slammed shut. All three of us witnessed it. We dumbly stared at each other around the table as if our worried glances would generate some answers. The next spring, I decided to learn to play the piano. My aunt had a huge one, and it was just collecting dust. So after begging my mom to get me some lessons, she relented. My teacher would come to my aunt's house every Thursday and give me an hour's lessons before dinner. On this particular day... I was squinting trying to read the sheet music while my teacher sat to my right. She was a middle-aged woman with long brown hair and adorned her fair share of patience. Behind us, we heard a noise from the kitchen. It sounded like someone tripping over a watering can. We both whipped around to see a grayish shadow gliding from the kitchen into a nearby wall. Exchanging worried glances, we gazed back at the spot, but whatever it was went into the wall and never reappeared. No words were spoken about it, so it's safe to say we made a silent pact to disregard the occurrence. The shadows and voices stopped for a number of years after that. Life seemed to be a semblance of normal again, until I moved in with my boyfriend in my freshman year of college, that is. I had just returned home after school and had set my keys and my purse down on the counter in the kitchen, thinking about making myself a snack. Julie! I turned to the sound of my name. It sounded exactly like my boyfriend had spoken it. I searched the entire apartment for him, to no avail. He was not there. I shook my head in confusion and went back into the kitchen to make my snack. One day after school... I'd come home a little earlier than Dean, my boyfriend. I was in our room doing some research for an essay I had to write by the following day when I heard what sounded like a sigh from the other side of my door. I quit typing on my computer and listened. I didn't hear anything else, but I did see something. From under the door, you could see what looked like the shadow of feet walking by my door. I assumed Dean was home, so I went out in the hallway to greet him. Only Dean was nowhere in the house, and after inspection, his car wasn't even in his parking spot. That gave me the creeps. It's one thing to think your name is being called. You can blame that on your hearing. But the appearance of someone walking in the hallway when no one is home? How do you justify that with an answer? After graduation, many years later, I was interning at a local hospital. They gave all the crappy shifts to interns, so it was nearly the middle of the night, and I was living on little to no sleep as it was. I was standing at the nurse's station reviewing a chart with a fellow intern when out of the corner of my eye, I saw a shadow figure duck into room 121. As far as I knew, that room was unoccupied, since the old woman who had been in that room passed away yesterday. Curious, I pressed down the hall and into room 121. The bed was neatly made, 
and nothing seemed disturbed whatsoever. I turned slowly towards the bathroom and, for a split second, glimpsed a shadow figure of a woman staring towards the bed. Before I could notate any features or age, she was gone. I was dumbfounded. Did I just see a ghost? It was more of a shadow than an actual ghost, though. From what I could tell from the quick look I did manage to get, it was more dark than transparent, and its features were well hidden in darkness. Regardless of what I did or didn't see, I shrugged it off as too little sleep and too many long, demanding work hours. Through the years, this hasn't been the only encounter with shadow people I've had, and I'm pretty sure it won't be the last. A lot of people die in hospitals. There's so much energy built up inside there that sometimes it's overwhelming. Hospitals can be truly creepy if you're willing to see what it has to offer. On average, I see at least one shadow a month, sometimes two. They come as dark beings, transparent entities, and some are just a quick dart in the corner of your eye. My latest experience was after a little girl with cancer passed away. She was one of my favorite patients. I would read to her for half an hour a day and spoil her with extras from the kitchen whenever I had the extra time to grab some. Jess is what her parents called her, short for Jessica, of course. Jessica had the purest aura about her, like she was so innocent and sweet, she was bathed in a white light constantly. She had no ill will towards God. She was determined to be happy until it was her time. Her parents had shown up when she started to decline, and it really hit me hard like a punch to the gut. I wasn't ready to lose her. Deep down, though, I knew if it was her time, it was her time. When it comes to terminal cancer, there's not a whole lot left you can do. Again, I'm out by the nurse's station, which is only about eight feet from her room, when I hear the flat line. Tears welled in my eyes and I was filled with sadness. I took a deep breath and tried to present myself as professional when her parents came out sniffling. Inside, however, my heart was melting. I gave her mother a huge hug, and she sniffled onto my shoulder. Looking over her shoulder while he embraced, I saw a little girl, more of a silhouette really, walking down the hallway in front of me towards the exit. I pulled back from Jess's mom and leaned to one side to look around her at the shadow. Once I had it in my view, it was just disappearing through the doors at the exit. My luck has been awful with all my encounters thus far. I see them just as they disappear before I can make out much of anything but an outline. But if you ask me, I saw Jess walking down that hallway that day and I'm positive she will not be the last soul I see in our hospital. Thank you for listening to Forever Haunted Podcast with Eve, James, and Ryan. And remember, if you have a ghost story you'd like featured on the show, contact us at foreverhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on all social media so you don't miss a thing. Eves.EvansAuthor on Instagram and Facebook. Or Forever Haunted Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. 